0: So
1: high. Right in front, too. Just make sure to get a bunch of still, like all Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
2: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers.
3: Another exciting episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers. My name is Eric, and today I am joined with President and Co Founder Adam Benner. Back from a long hiatus. Yes, indeed. It's been too long. Yes. Uh, We are also joined today with uh, Meredith Miles, Director of Communications.
2: Hello, everybody.
3: And of course, we have our head brewer, Dan Schaefer, with us. Ahoy, of course. Adam, uh, we have missed you uh, today. We're without Walt, but we're we're so th- uh, blessed to have you in our. I'm going to try to sound like Walt, <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like.
2: You are sitting yeah. in his seat, so maybe the spirit will take over. There we go.
3: He's out on vacation. We wish him well, but we are thrilled to have you on the podcast today. Thank you. Today, guys, we're doing a uh, we're doing a sampler of f- taproom exclusives. We each have a flight in front of us of four beers uh, that you can only get. At Land Grant uh, Tap Room, so we're going to be tasting those for you guys and going over the notes. Uh,
1: where are we go- where do we want to start, Dan? Why don't you lead the way here? Which one do we want to go with first? I think we're rolling with the uh, Four Pillars Pale Ale, five point five percent ADV. Um, tried to make this iteration a little bit more like a classic pale ale. So the, the inspiration behind behind um, the hop choice for this is I sort of leaned into the Four Pillars thing. I'm like, well, what are the The four pillars of uh american craft brewing um and there's only one right answer here uh, at least according to me uh which would be simcoe citra cascade and centennial i feel like those are the um, those are the ogs yeah i mean you know you've got your mosaics and uh all the uh newfangled new world hops but um i feel like that's those are the hops that have sort of made uh hoppy craft beer what it is today
0: yeah, yeah and simcoe and citra would be the kind of the the first two of the proprietary hops that really took hold and and cascade and centennial being the classic um you can grow them anywhere what about were they usda hops cascade yeah. and centennial so for those of you i don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast but um the way hop growing historically was, was, funded a lot by U.S. Department of Agriculture, and uh, they would develop hops, also funded by uh, the big brewers like Miller and Coors and Anheuser Bush, and so back in the late 80s, they had all these hops they were trying out that uh, they were breeding to prevent disease, pre- prevent uh, having to use pesticides and different things like that, prevent drought, and found that they imparted too much flavor on the beers uh, for for the w- w- folks at Anheuser-Busch and whatnot. So they heard about these new breweries opening up in s- northern California like Sierra Nevada or the breweries up in Portland and said, hey, why don't you guys try these out? And Cascade was
1: one of those. Yep. Are these the same four hops we used in uh, editions of this beer past? Negative, sir. Very cool. Uh yeah, but you know if there's no there's no Cascade there's no Sierra Nevada Pale Ale no Centennial there's no Two Hearted uh, no Simcoe there's no Plenty and no Citra there's no brewing industry so
0: um. <laughs> I
2: mean,
0: probably the the best first iteration I have a Citra was uh, the the original Zombie Dust back back in the day it was pretty much just Citra and was it still may might be but those first few years of zombie dust were it was a out of this world beer and then they had to figure out how to make it at scale and so it's it's uh, it's still a good yeah. beer but not not the same i think
3: and this is a benefit beer. Meredith, can you tell us a little bit about the charity that we uh, we do this beer with?
2: Yeah, so um, National Veterans Memorial and Museum, which is our neighbors uh, just across Broad Street. Um, if you haven't been, it's an amazing, amazing experience. They um, do a lot of storytelling about veterans and their experiences and their stories, um, talks about their families, talks about a lot of different things, and they have a, um, a really unique way of telling it, too. There's a lot of art, a lot of photography. Um, there's memorabilia and things like that, and it's... It's easy to think it's just for veterans, but it's really not, and it's it's a beautiful facility. So, um, it's actually, the Four Pillars name comes from the four founding pillars of the museum, which is to honor, connect, inspire, and educate. So, just as much as we've aligned our hops with uh, the Four Pillars name, it also um, aligns greatly with sort of their intention and, and what they do, uh, not only for our veterans, but for um, the community,
0: so and you can get this uh, in six packs to go still yep. at the tap room, and the, that helps benefit uh, the uh, National Veterans uh, Memorial Museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the label itself is a great honor if you if you ever have been to the museum or if you go there uh, when you come to the taste this beer uh, upstairs. Um, they have these kind of stained it's- glass windows, essentially that. Uh, are the um, ribbon colors, uh, I, I think that's what you would say, yeah, for they, it's, the it's various their, foreign wars. Um,
2: remembrance Gallery. So it's a, it's a really neat space because it's made with stained glass, so when the light comes through it, it's really powerful, and I think that it's so visual, and it really brings that to life, that obviously having those wrap the can is, is very cool as well. So Walt did a good job with that one.
3: What are we thinking about crushability and... How crushable is this. Where beer? does this
2: come in at? Five and a half. Five and a half.
3: I mean four would
0: be I easy mean, I to I think say. I
2: think we might know what Eric <laughs> <laughs> I think we know what Eric thinks. His oh yeah, I yeah, finished a long time His ago. Gone from, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this could be a five crusher. It's bordering on that. I mean it's it's a it is a really good classic uh, to dance point. Really good classic pale ale. Um, really throws me back to our when we were building the tap room there's a little convenience store down the street, and it was right when Sierra Nevada started canning pale ale, and we would buy twelve packs of that all the time. We would just we would crush those on the, on the nice. sitting on the on the little porch stoop over here as we'd be spending the rest of the day pressure washing walls and pressure washing the floor and removing old beams. So yeah, very crushable. You going five F- five crusher five crusher. Yeah, Meredith. I can
2: I would concur. I like it a lot. I like that there's still a little bite to it, but I think it's really clean, and um, I could I could see myself. Settling into a, a hearty five.
1: I was
3: going to say five anyway, so don't, I'm going to bring that. this one down a little bit. I was going to go four. You were going four, oh, four, sorry, four pillars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A, little, a little bit more that medium mm-hmm. body, and I uh, like the yeah. alliteration of the four, four pillars. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll keep it at a four for me, which puts our average uh, was at uh, nineteen divided by four. It's pretty high. <laughs> Malt's not here to do our math for us.
2: Four point seven five.
3: We uh, we ready to move on to the next beer?
2: Yeah,
3: Ch- certainly. This one is, uh, we're doing the Pineapple Coconut Cream Ale. If you were listening last week, we were sipping on some Del Boca Vistas. This is uh, a different take on a coconut beer that uh, Dan has concocted for us.
1: Yeah, so this was um, a pilot. It was a true pilot um, to try to test out that new coconut product that I was talking about last week. Um, So we wanted to do something um, that would kind of be like Del Boca, but still be, um, you know... Unique uh, and stand out on the board. So uh, we had uh, some some pineapple puree on hand and decided to throw that in there. Um, this now, if you're looking for like a, uh, a smoothie sour type thing, this is not your guy. Um, but if you like a, a cream ale that is you know something akin to a pilsner with a just a touch of pineapple and coconut, I think it's it's really nice.
3: Yeah, yeah, my wife was here over the weekend and uh, ordered this uh, by mistake, thinking that she was ordering a Del Boca Vista. And she said, "She's like, wow, it's even better than last year." It's like, <laughs> well, you got something different, <laughs> but she likes she liked the pineapple uh, addition to this uh, sort of style of beer.
2: Yeah, I feel like if you aren't a coconut person, it's totally approachable because it's I, the only coconut I really take away from it is a tiny bit even in the in the aroma, and then you go in and get maybe a t- tiny little bit at the back. But yeah. um, I think it's really good. It's yeah, refreshing. you get the
0: creaminess. It's like a piña colada that's uh, carbonated, but it's still beer. You still got the beer flavor to it from the cream ale, so it's nice and smooth. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a
3: tasty beer. It's great for summer and it's light. Mm-hmm. It's only five percent alcohol on the crushability meter. This is this is where I'm gonna go five on this guy. You're going five? <laughs> I mean, I'd say this is yeah, six. Yeah, I would take it
2: up. I, uh, yeah, six pressure. You, like
1: you,
3: you guys have a problem?
2: We were just. The, the thirstier or
1: something mm. <laughs> I apparently also have a problem because so I think it's a six that's, that's not a problem <laughs> I'm, I'm the odd you're just one out bringing it down the average you just, so, just don't want to have to I don't have to edit that bell yeah in. you don't want to have to
0: put
3: that <laughs> <laughs> sound effect copy yeah. and paste
0: it five times
3: or six uh, I thought times. I was going high on this one too yeah. you guys all uh, yeah okay you guys are six crushers so on so is that 30
0: 31 or I
3: don't know six is uh, it's 5 18
2: five, 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 five is 23 yeah so round it up at six let's call it okay I'm gonna hit that bell anyway we'll go six for
3: this guy uh, add one in for uh, Coralie. Shout out peer pressure. Yeah. but I'm, always, I'm not, as I'm we say,
0: crush responsibly. We all uh, we all are currently drinking four ounce pours of all of these, so yeah. uh, it'll equate to a single single pint. And uh, yeah, Uber Lyft home.
2: I think that's a great example, though, of how to come down here and experience these too. If you kind of want to get a taste of everything and figure out what you want the full pint of before you start going one over another, I think this is the way to do it.
3: The flight, yes, flight route. Well, uh, yeah. looks like we've all finished the. Yeah, you guys, you guys were serious about your sixes; those are all gone. Okay, moving on. Let's do. Uh, we got bomb. Cop, I'm sorry, bomb pop Kolsch style next with uh, lime juice, sour cherry, and raspberry flavoring.
1: This is gonna be interesting. I haven't had this beer yet. No. Uh this was uh yeah, four point seven percent A B V so the this is the um oh, wow, the base so beer is uh uh creamsy. And um we pulled off a bit of that and added um lime yeah, like you said, lime juice, uh sour cherry and raspberry flavoring. So um the of course lime juice is just the lime juice sour cherry and raspberry or uh, amaretti flavorings. Um, we have tried to do this in the past with real fruit and people say it does not taste like no. a bomb pop. It's a popsicle. Um, it, you need the fake flavor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it, so this is this is probably the first beer... Eh, well, the original Creams of Coles used orange flavoring and now we're a little more into that. Um, and then and then we were hand zesting oranges, which was a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, and then this... Other than that, would have been the first one that was really full on um, yeah. fake flavoring, and with the intent. I think we did it for a uh, red, white, and boom. This was a Justin thing, I think, back yep. in the day. And this is a good. This is a. This is straight up, like the like the old version.
2: What I like about it is knowing that creamsy creamsicle is very much a nostalgic. Sip when you take it. It takes mm-hmm. you to like your childhood or maybe last week, depending on what kind of a, a popsicle eater you are. But I feel like this is the same experience, but still tastes uniquely different. It takes me straight to it, you know, dripping down your hand at the pool or something like that as, as a kid.
3: It tastes like a melted bomb pop that you carbonated. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I also
2: get a lot of the, the aroma again on this one. It's, it's, I get a lot of the raspberry from it.
3: Definitely raspberry on the nose.
0: Yeah, I think this. I mean, in comparing the two, just like a a creamsicle versus versus like this is a straight popsicle. This is a lot more refreshing than, Mm -hmm. um, personally, uh, than than the frozen ice cream bar versus (laughs) a popsicle. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you get more of that that creaminess pulls through the creamsicle, obviously. A little
3: little
0: more crisp. But the vanilla still says it has
3: lactose in it. But I don't feel like it it doesn't have the mouthfeel of something like the uh, creamsicle, which you can tell has a lactose. No, this doesn't have lactose. It does. It does. But yeah. Me, but it, no,
1: I agree. That you're no, that. just okay,
3: getting on, more of the sweetness mm-hmm. from the unfermented yeah, no. sugars. That's um, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, no, yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No.
3: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Four point
2: <laughs> seven.
3: <laughs> this is Greenskeeper territory here. Interesting. Interessante. All right, uh, Adam. Why don't you start? Where are going on? The I mean, come on. Okay.
2: I mean, actually, I would. It's a little for me. So I'd probably take it a down. Too sweet. Uh, yeah, too much it's lactose. a little too much. Uh, so I'd probably actually only come in at a four. It's super crushable, but I don't know that I'd want to be drinking that many of them. I'd need to cleanse the palate in between, I think.
1: Uh, I agree. I, th- I think four. That's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going four as well. Oh, it's, man, it's, it's sweet up there. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah. as,
3: uh, actually, as you were so saying that I, was like, that, I was like, uh, it's probably a 5 i <laughs> <laughs> We'll I'll go five. I'll go
0: five. I'll modify mine down since you modified yours up earlier. All right. It's fair enough. We're going no. five crushers. So Good that's compromise.
1: 17. So... Still haven't run that belt. Well, I guess we're 4. running bell for the belt the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If we ever do Wait, a sour Matt. version, I'll, I'll bump that up to a six. Yeah, but yeah I can see that. Yeah, because you sure. could cut that. Yeah, definitely we cut that. Something a little something something.
3: All right, we got one more. Speaking of sours, mm-hmm. Yay. pink tart or I'm sorry, pink lemonade tart ale. It was our this is our uh, Franklinton Friday beer for uh, July. So. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were down uh, here for Franklinton Friday this la- uh, what, the second th- Friday? Thanks for week?
0: coming because it was it was, it was, a, it, was <laughs> a, it was a downpour.
3: We had to cancel music.
2: The good news yeah. is is we do have our artists rescheduled for October's Franklinton Friday. So oh, that's good. If you were coming out for them, you'll be able to come back and see them in the fall.
3: So tell us a little bit more about this beer, Dan. This is a this is a pilsner style beer.
2: Ooh,
1: ooh, that ooh. is correct. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this is our um, our balloon hands base that we've uh, added some some uh, lemon juice and um, some uh, raspberry uh, juice, too. And, um, man, that hits you right in the gullet. It um, sure does. Yeah, 4.5% EBV. Uh, kind of shows you that, um, kind of like IBUs, that uh, pH is not a be-all, end-all uh, in terms of describing what a beer is going to do to your face. Uh this is pretty similar um, pH-wise to baloney, but because you've got the the citric acid um, from uh, the lemons, the, the, yeah, the impression is a lot more tart.
3: I think what's your palate kind of adjusts to that though. Like it's it's pretty crushable. Like, and, and what's in- interesting about it because it's
0: you can taste the lemon on it that it. I'm more accepting of that sourness and the tartness maybe, even though it is that. It's like biting, almost biting into like a fresh lemon uh, uh, as it comes to like versus, you know, sometimes when you're any other tart ale, it's just like it's tart and that's fine. But like this goes together really
3: nice.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: I've always been a pink lemonade fan over lemonade anyway. Something about the... I don't even know what makes
1: it pink. Is there it a... Pink.
2: I don't even... Um, yeah. Is it just a something coloring about the, factor? Yeah. Do you know, Dan? I feel like that's something you Soothing. might know.
1: I don't know. Classic. I, th- I think raspberry... Um, Historically. Yeah, typically amongst people that aren't, you know, mega producers that are just... It's probably just red five. Uh, red, red food dye, red strawberry, form, cranberry, red
0: Well, that red food. five goes a long <laughs> yeah. way with Talking me. Talking about country time, just a little <laughs> bit. Yeah,
2: Yeah. per quick Google, it says that uh, same ingredients as traditional lemonade, but often the ingredient is either food dye or a hint of a fruit juice like a strawberry, cranberry, or other select juice to give it a little cranberry. bit more color. Hmm. Interesting.
3: Yeah. So if I knew that I was, let's hear that voice going. higher. <laughs> <then. Ooh. laughs> if I knew that I was <laughs> going to be uh, settling in with a six pack of this guy, I could I could probably take down the whole sixer. Like, it's a beer that again, like if I knew that I was in a sour mode, if I was in the phase, I could I could do a six of this. This is light, it's crushable, four and a half percent. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna
0: go five straight on the five. We're just not on the same pitch today, so
3: We're on different, yeah, pH It's
0: scales. funny,
2: because I, based on the fact that as I'm sipping through my taster, I've made a, like, a pucker face every time I've taken a sip. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I would be able to go beyond four. I would maybe like to, and I think you're right. Like, once you've had a couple of sips, it sort of settles in. It's even, it's got that, the sharpness that hits you up front, and I think you have to kind of acclimate, but I actually would go four again on this one.
1: I think so. Yeah, four. Four, okay. Four? You guys were in lock. You too. You were in lockstep. I think on well, your crushability you know. scales, uh, I, I was very happy with the raspberry in this. Yeah, Both I think in terms it's really good. of like the color of it. Yeah, and it's then pretty you too. Just, you're like, oh, where's the raspberry? And then just hits you kind of like right in the back of your throat as it goes down.
2: Yeah.
1: So what is that? Nineteen. Where did you come in, th- Eric? Th- you th- you said uh, six? I went six on this one.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so uh, four point seven five. I think.
2: Sure.
0: Nineteen. We got mm-hmm. we got a quarter left in our making it to twenty. Yeah.
3: There we go! Yeah. Fantastic. We did it. We did it. Well, Adam, it is uh, really great that you're here this week because we have been saving a question from a listener <laughs> for you for quite some time. They're from John Binger. Am I saying his last name right? He, there? He's, he must have sent this in the last time I was on the podcast. It, okay. might, have I that he it did. might have been. It might have been. But John wants to know. He says, "Ahoy!" The other week. Ah. And by the other a, he's week, a a, he's, he's a fan. He's a fan of Dan.
1: He's Dan, a Dan fan. Dan fan. Dan
2: yeah. fan.
3: But by the other week, he means a month ago at least. Uh, You mentioned a new parking garage near completion in the Sciota Peninsula development. With that development and the continued gravity and river-enriched developments, what opportunities do you see as a business, or do you see any potential speed bumps? Is there anything you're making plans for to take advantage of all the growth?
0: That's a great question, John. I'd say, uh, just to reiterate probably what I said, that I was all excited for because we thought the uh, parking garage was going to open for Jenny's. We
2: were so which excited. Which is why we were talking about
0: it. Uh, but Two months ago, we were so excited. Yeah, it's still not technically open. It may be open, but because of the construction still going on down there, uh, we there, you can only enter on Broad Street, so it's not as convenient here. But I will say um, all of that expansion, uh, um, especially parking garages, Gonna make it uh, a lot better for customers. I it was, it's funny. I was with a guy who's I oh someone he, he worked for Pricewaterhouse and they they do sometimes they do meetings down here uh, at the brewery when we're not open. And he's like, I love coming down there because it's so easy to park. And I'm like, you're the first person <laughs> to no ever say ever. that <laughs> ever <laughs> about coming down to Land And I'm like, so yeah, you obviously coming been down on like a well coming down on like a Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. uh, and, and and using the tap room then. So definitely uh, one of the biggest pain points for everyone. So to have that closer uh, for for not just us but everyone else in the neighborhood is going to be great. Um, and one thing that. It's uh, something that we're talking about with some of the other, with the increased development, with Gravity, with their second phase, and the Peninsula. Uh, I guess they're not technically in this, but uh, we've been saying it since they came out with it. But the the opportunity to create a Dora district down in Franklinton, especially as we mentioned with Franklinton Friday, to be able to go to the different galleries, to be able to go to Strongwater, or, or Us, or BrewDog, or... Um, or, or rehab and we've actually reached out to the folks at Gravity with taps over that way, uh, it would be a great way to kind of be able to connect the neighborhood and as we're kind of, you know, this neighborhood is, is, we're in the Arts and Innovation District, so to be able to pop around uh, and for those of you who aren't familiar, DORA is the designated outdoor refreshment area that essentially allows you to have an open container. You can buy a, a, a beer from a bar that is participating in this, and they give you a cup, and you can walk around with that. So um, that would be a uh, a cool thing that with more folks than just a couple of us down here, as the neighborhood keeps getting established. Um, I think you know, and and the same thing for us when Brewdog popped across the street. It's it it, it still forces us. You know, we 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 have a great space, um, but it forces us to still be. On our toes to make sure that we're creating a space that has opportunities for you know all people to come in and, and enjoy themselves, whether that was putting in the stage, putting in the, the jumbotron, putting in the ice rink, putting in the putting green and the basketball, or or making sure that we added more tables. For us, we got to keep on making sure that we're reinventing ourselves and not just being complacent with how things are. So as more con- competition comes through that pushes us to be better. Um, so I think, I think overall seeing, um, seeing these folks down here, um, looking at, you know, potential speed bumps. The construction's been, you know, crazy. Um, the
2: potential flat tires. I've had two. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really? I have.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to think if I any, uh, any, um, you know, I, I actually, I was someone this morning said that um, mentioned, friend of a friend is looking to open a brewery in Franklinton and I was trying to figure out where that would be so whether it could end up being in the new peninsula development or in one of these um someone that had um that is apparently working on with someone so I could have broke some breaking news (laughs) uh maybe but uh that's that's a rumor I heard literally this morning from from a friend uh and I had not heard anything so uh you know, creating those districts of having different places to jump, that's also a good thing. I mean, that's what you know, folks in the short north uh, are able to take advantage of, the 4th Street Corridor, uh, you know, we're having more and more people come down that maybe just want a beer here, a beer at BrewDog, a beer at, uh, you know, maybe hop over to Taft, so to, the, the more the merrier if you can, if you can do that. That's uh, how, how breweries uh, are successful. Um, and then especially if, if there are more breweries that come down here, that's going to keep pushing us to come up with cool things like we're talking about on this episode of beers that you can only get here and allows, you know, folks like Dan to, you know, come up with beers that maybe aren't going to hit the grocery shelf. And um, we've said it out of the show in the past that we can be a lot more creative if we're not trying to hit a uh, hit, hit more of the average. We can we can be a lot more deliberate with some of the beers uh, and take more risks. Uh, or really push the envelope. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It, it is weird coming from downtown. You never know what roads are going to be open <laughs> um, uh, uh, in coming over here or, or if you have to take the highway for a mile-and-a-half drive. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, it's been great. I mean, for all of us that work here every day, the more stuff that comes down here to be able to um, – have opportunities that if you didn't bring a lunch to try something that isn't the yeah, same that's thing. Been, that's
2: been a conversation about the opportunity to get some quick, easy-to-grab lunch options down here, because it is something that's lacking, so I think that there's an opportunity with all the different things that are popping up, especially Gravity, I know they've got some lower commercial space down there that's exciting to see what might come in.
0: Yeah, there's probably at least one, I would probably guarantee one person is going to one line that's over in the River and Ridge mm-hmm. Project, the, the coffee shop over there, uh, every day here, mm-hmm. uh, seven days a week, whether it's <laughs> someone from the tap room, one of the canning line folks, myself. I mean, it's, yeah, we always you know, run into someone. So all of that stuff is great, and um, it's uh, it'll be nice. I know all of us probably have to uh, go to car wash a lot more often than you would like if you park here for a day you got about a whole layer of uh, dust and, and whatnot on your car for wherever you park. Um, but it's great to see all this progress around us downtown. It's going to be great once, we're, once it's
3: all wrapped up. It's going to be awesome down here. Yeah. Thanks for the question, John. Sorry it took so long to answer. <laughs> no, no, this is great information. Uh, Meredith, in the absence of one Walt Keys, would you be kind enough to run us down the you know what? I'm gonna
2: I'm going to do my best. He did offer to call in. And I said,
0: the sound of his his waves uh, in
2: the background might uh, be too much to handle. So I'll take it on. So um, as Adam said, there's always a lot going on, both uh, in Franklinton abroad, as well as at Land Grant. So um, if you're listening to this on release day, Thursday, July 21st, you can come down and experience some Beer Garden music series. We've got Topher James and the Biscuit Brigade uh, gracing the stage again. They came last year. They'll be here from 6 to 8 p.m. We're excited on Friday. We actually, uh, thanks to some of the rain that we've had in the past weeks, we were able to reschedule Good Reverend, who's always a fun time. So we've got Good Reverend on Friday as some bonus beer garden music series from 6 to 8. And then we've been loving, <clears throat> we work with the freshest events to uh, create this All Are Welcome DJ series. So this week we've got Chris Classic spinning from 8 to 11, uh, which makes Friday nights super fun in the beer garden. So if you have not been, we recommend you come on down and explore the uh, later nights in the beer garden. It's a lot of fun. On Saturday morning, if you're not the late-night type, you can get up early. We've got Moto Yoga, who does yoga in the beer garden at 10 a.m. Tickets are available on Eventbrite. You can go over to their website or to their social and find those. It does include your first drink, so you get to hang out and have a a morning beer to reward yourself for your morning workout. And then the crew is also playing on Saturday. It's another home game against Mm -hmm. the New England Revolution. How many
0: goals do you guys think Cucho Hernandez will have in his uh, second home match? I'd like
2: to think... Three just to three really just, just blow it magic. out of the water, Dang. just crazy.
0: I'm, I mean, his current so he only played sixty minutes. Maybe he started this last game and scored a goal. He was the first player in the MLS history
1: to score four goals in his first ninety minutes. Wow, yeah. that is unbelievable. I That's like amazing. it. How much? What do you guys think? I, I think w- he goes for the the perfect hat trick: lefty, righty, and a header. All right, yeah, Ooh. love it. I was going to say four as well. I'm going with four. I, will,
0: I will have to say it is. His goal was right in front of where we were sitting. And um, don't want to discount Lucas Zelareon, who has been elevated with another goal scorer. Those two are going to be exciting to watch for years to come. So uh, soccer is uh, super exciting in Columbus right now. So if you're not not coming down here to watch a game, you better be at uh, lower.com field. We'll yeah. Say. So
2: that being said, they play at what seven thirty. Mm-hmm. So come on down, have a couple beers before you head there. What is it? Roughly twenty. We'll call it twenty-five, twenty, twenty minutes, twenty-five minute walk over there.
0: Yeah. I've wa- so- walked it uh, Sunday night to the Hell is Real match,
1: uh-huh.
0: uh, and we got a little drizzle on the way there, and we got no rain on the way back, and then we got in our cars and started downpouring. So way to it was a perfect it. window.
1: We're working exactly. on the uh, the slingshot across the river, but really <laughs> <laughs> kind of cut down on your commute. Yeah. But so right. we're not quite there yet
2: awesome and then after the match you could always come back because we have been doing an- another late night vibe in the beer garden with some djs and some things so our saturday sounds we've got chico um himself out here from nine to midnight so come on down even after the match and check that out yeah uh sunday the return of f1 we were off last week from f1 it's the french grand prix doors open at 8 30 race starts at nine dodo donuts will be open So come on down and check that out. And then we also have our Sunday Music Market, which is a combination of pop-up vendors and music. So Roving Wild will be curating their market from 3 to 7, and Hairplane, which is a great name, I think, for a band, uh, they'll be playing from 4 to 6. As always, this weekend you can get Ray Ray's Hog Pit and Dodo Donuts every Thursday through Sunday, and then Mikey's Late Night Slice not only Thursday through Sunday, but also Monday nights as well. So... Speaking of Mondays, we've got our Cornhole League from the summer, starts at 6 p.m., that's wrapping up. I believe this might be their last week or their last week before tournament. But we do have sign-ups live for a fall league that starts August 29th. So opportunity, if you didn't get into this league, to get in a little bit later, maybe get warmed up for tailgate season so that you can be on your best game. Um, Sign-ups are live at GoHornHole.com. And I
0: will say, since I haven't been on this podcast for a couple of weeks, a few weeks, um, people probably have no idea what's happening with the weather.
2: Oh, um, that's true. You probably
0: okay. got downpoured on a little <laughs> bit ago. If I'm looking at the app, I'm saying 52% chance of rain on Saturday, yet... At no hourly time is there more than 10%. So you should be good all day if you're going to the crew game and whatnot. And then it says uh, 73% chance of rain on Sunday, yet that's not going to be till the night. So we are going to be in the clear, come on down, and uh, I would definitely, I will be here. You can search, uh,
1: and I will be watching yes. the F1 race Sunday morning. As an avid cycle commuter, I can tell you it, it pays to break down the, the hourly uh, mm-hmm. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: precipitation forecast. Yes,
2: all right. Well, rounding out next week on Tuesday, as always, we have pop culture trivia hosted by Travis Hoischer from uh, starting at six PM roughly till seven thirty, and then we always have it followed up with beer garden movie night. And uh, next week's movie.
3: You know, it's it's I saw this movie for the first time not that long ago, and I thought it was pretty all right, all right, all
2: right. <laughs> oh
3: boy, oh boy.
0: If you yeah, want to, if gotta. you
2: want to stay in touch with um, our movie list for the um, for the season. Uh, we're not technically permitted to tell you what the movie is, at least not publicly, but if you inquire, we Why don't can you answer. just say what
0: the movie is? Why don't, <laughs> Why don't, you, don't you just tell me what movie <laughs> you're <laughs> trying yeah, to there see? There you go. There
2: you go. Um, but we do have a movie phone inspired by that exact Seinfeld episode. So if you dial 313 LG movie, it will tell you not only the movie that is playing this week, but you can hear a list of the others.
0: It goes to Eric's phone. <laughs>
1: <That's true.
2: laughs> it's actually like a pretty solid robot voice. It's not too roboty for what it is, um, but you can give that a call. We also have an Instagram handle at Land Grant Movie Phone, or on Facebook we have a private group that you can uh, get usually a trailer posted about what's what's coming up. You
0: know, we need to talk to Travis. He might be still here. There should be a free trivia clue each week if you follow. I remember. Oh, there you going go. to trivia and like the guy was like, "All right, this will be the answer to this question I'm going to ask." So Travis, or we should he should feed us the qu- one of the questions he's going to ask about the movie. Yeah, and if you follow the 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 hidden movie phone or Facebook group <laughs> or Instagram, like we'll give you we'll give you the answer.
2: And you know what for would be answer. you know what would be great that about is that. Good idea. Assuming that Travis does it not the night before, which I've heard he might, but... They would know one assuming, of them. assuming he didn't, and we, if we followed that suit, the way that Travis plays trivia, which I think is actually important to note if people don't know this, you play it on your phone, and you're actually awarded points by how quickly you answer. So it's not just about getting it right, but how quickly you can get it right. So you could get them all right, but be slow to answer and not win. So sometimes it pays to answer quickly...
3: Yeah, I finished, which 30, is why thir- I finished I 37th this, I always, ju- I just hit the first yeah. answer mm-hmm. I see yeah, it was as not fast good. as I can. Which is so
2: it's, it's a delicate I mean, it's science. Strange. But, yeah, that's a good way because then you would almost guarantee you get at least peak,
3: points.
0: peak points yeah.
2: on, a, on a singular question. And, Travis- then,
0: and then he could advertise for us, too, and be like, hey, this was the question if you followed me, uh, if you followed the Grant movie phone. Great. And then everyone's like, well, I didn't follow. I don't get a free question. And then they do.
2: Exactly. Right there. So now that you guys have gotten an inside scoop on our marketing meetings, uh, we're going to dip <laughs> over to Wednesdays. The last thing we have uh, coming up this week, which is a fun one, once a month, we do a Paws and Pints dog happy hour. We partner up with our friends over at Buckeye Paws who have some therapy dogs that come down, give you some. Even if you don't have a dog, you can come and not be a weirdo. You still can pet some dogs and get some uh, some quality pup time. And then this uh, coming month. Really
0: good boys and girls yes. that are here. They're very then, good.
2: This month will be uh, benefiting Rescued Ohio, which actually was a recommendation from Patrick. That's where he adopted his dog from, so that's how we got in touch with or them. Barley. And uh, they will, I believe, as long as the weather is good, they will be bringing some adoptable pups here. So Uh-oh. that's exciting. Uh-oh. You could you could come down and leave with a... Well, I don't know that you can leave with a dog, but you can meet a dog that could be yours. So that's uh, from 5 to 8 p.m. next Wednesday. Um, and as always, on Wednesdays, we have two fat Indians serving up your favorite, Columbus's favorite Indian food.
3: Meredith, you did an excellent job filling in for Walt.
2: Hey, thanks. Yeah. I, I did my best. I tried to do him... Do him well.
3: Do him justice. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, well, everybody, uh, thank you all for being here today. Adam, uh, do you want to maybe give us a sneak peek at my, what might be happening next week?
0: Yeah. Um, you know what? This is a, uh, a beer that was one of our, one of the, the originals. It was, uh, I guess this would have been, I'm trying to think if it was batch three, if we would have had on the board. Maybe it was two. No, because Greenskeeper was three. This was two. Uh, An old stiff farm. It's almost football. It's nuts. That's
3: right. It's crazy. Six. So it's fast. like six
0: weeks away, um, but uh, yeah, stiff Stiffarm. And uh, if you're on any of our uh, newsletter, or if you follow our friends over at Eleven Warriors, they made a big announcement this week that uh, they're throwing a big party here with the 2002. Um, football team, national champions. And so you go on 11warriors.com, check that out. And uh, this is the night before the Notre Dame game. They're going to be, Jim Trestle's going to be here, Mark D'Antonio.
2: Mike Doss, Maurice Mike Claret, Claret, Claret Mike, Craig Krenzel. Craig Krenzel oh. Brandon Joe. Brandon Joe. I mean, you name it.
3: That's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah,
2: it's going to be really cool. It's yeah. a Tickets are on sale. I think 11 Warriors, you can head over to their site, and they've got some scoop on how you can buy a table. And
0: Yeah. Right now we're selling tables. If you want to guarantee yourself, to be here for the for the for the whole thing by a table, they are pricey, but it is a very intimate setting. Um, potentially, if they don't all sell out, so they they posted them. I think two days yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't know
2: about a, about a
0: day ago. About a day ago, and uh, maybe two days ago, while this comes out, and I know they were about a third sold. I think they'd sold maybe like uh, twelve of the forty-some tables. What's
2: great about the money too is that the 2002 national championship team is. Um, going to have an endowment for the new football facility that's being built over on uh, campus. So that's exciting. So it's definitely something that it's going towards something uh, exciting with longevity that kind of feeds the cycle. And I can't believe the fact that we're about to be into football season and Stiff Arms coming out. And then the fact that it's been 20 years since they won that championship. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So
0: well I just got be some, exciting. I just got some other great news from our bartender uh, Maisie that she's uh, from uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, another land college town. And she has been talking up, up uh, this tasty treat since she has been uh, bartending, and they are pepperoni rolls, which are apparently a delicacy at West Virginia gas stations and she just <laughs> slacked me that she <laughs> drops them off in the audit, what office. A sentence. She did so, walk
2: by and saw the headphones and was like, oh, look, like I think she had I something am, to say. I am
0: super excited right now. I'll let you all know next week if I, <laughs> if I show up how great those pepperoni rolls are. So if you're ever driving through West Virginia, apparently the gas stations have the best. If you're getting, you get some pepperoni rolls, Sheets makes some great pepperoni rolls, and uh, uh, I've, I've heard all about it. Uh, you can ask Maisie if you're up at the bar, and uh, Jake, too, is... Uh, fellow Mountaineer uh, from, uh, from Huntington, West
3: Virginia. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that. So,
2: Well, delicious.
3: Well, Adam, Meredith, Dan, thank you guys for joining me today on this episode of U- Land Grant University Presents Land Grant, Beers with the Brewers. We want to remind you all to please come down to the brewery and tip your bartenders. In the meantime, we will see you here next week. Thank Cheers. you all for tuning in. See you. Thanks. Cheers. Thank I'll you. Poo-poo.